Every single one of us is creative. Too many of us have lost our way. I'm Jen Liss, and I've been on a commute my entire life, on a continuous search for the next thing that will bring me the ultimate level of happiness. Finally, I realized I'd never get anywhere unless I took my journey to the inside. Because the truth is, it is your inner creator who guides you to your purpose. The creative commute is your shortcut. I'm here to speed up your journey, filling your tank with inspiration, practical tips, thoughtful conversations, and yes, lots of silly metaphors to reconnect you with your inner creator. It's the creative fuel you need to close the distance between where you're at and where you desire to go. Because if you seek a life of meaning, if you're unhappy in your current job or life, looking for more, or if you're just not sure if what you're doing is enough, this is the podcast for you. I'm Jen Liss. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hey, creative commuter. I'm so excited to share some really deep and good and meaningful stuff with you today. But first, after you listen to this episode, if you enjoyed it, please let me know by going and leaving a review on this podcast. That would mean the world to me, and it will also help more people find the podcast, and then we can have more people joining our awesome movement of creative joy, and together we can move the world with creativity. So I just wanted to kick it off with that because that really is important to the success of this so that I can keep making more episodes for you. Next, I have a question for you. Like, how are you genuinely? Like, how are you doing right now? It has been a really, really challenging week here in the U.S. You know, what has happened in the Capitol has been a lot for all of us to take in. And something that has really helped me is to ground and center myself a little bit. You know, there there is this huge shift that is happening in the world right now, and it started long before now, and we felt it huge in 2020. You know, things are changing faster than they ever have before, and it's just accelerating. And the ground feels really unsteady beneath our feet. You know, in yoga, <laughs> when you become unbalanced, if you look at movement, if you look at all the things that are moving and changing, it only makes you more unstable. But that's kind of what we're doing right now. We're just looking out at the world around us and seeing how fast it's changing. And we're all feeling a little, whoo, I'm getting caught up in it often. But in yoga, it's in order to stabilize yourself, you find your center again. And you do that by seeking something that you could look to that feels stable. So I encourage you this week to find your center, whatever that thing is that grounds you, you know, whether that's a creative activity like music or dancing or yoga or writing, or maybe it's just watching sports, whatever that thing is that grounds you, it's okay to still stay aware of the things that are happening around you, but also find something for yourself that makes you feel good and safe and stable. And for me, something that has really helped me is focusing on what is true you know, when everything feels like it's rocky, what is actually real and true and solid? And that is that every single one of us is human. We are all human beings. And we all want to feel smart and capable and good. And we all want more joy and love and purpose. All of us. That's what 
all of us want and need. And sure, some of us have learned some really unproductive or unhealthy behaviors and we're reacting in ways that are not good. And there are people out there who react in ways that are not good for either themselves or others. But really, when it all comes down to it, we all just want to be loved. And for me, it really has helped me to come home to that and to really remember that that's really what every single one of us is seeking on this planet. I don't know if that is helpful for you, but it is really helpful for me to just ground in that knowledge that we all really want the same things. And so I just wanted to preface this episode a little bit with that because it's really been on my heart. And I feel like the things that we create, the things that we put out there in the world and the things that we create for ourselves are really, really powerful. Those things are so powerful in the way that we react, which reverberates out into the world. And I think we forget how much power we have in the things that we create in the world. And so coming home to what is it that I want to create? Is it more joy? Is it more love? And remembering that can really help to just give us a breath and just stabilize a little bit in, in what is happening around us. So again, I hope that that's helpful for you. And I wanted to share some other things this week as well. And what I want to talk about today is really is 2021 goal setting. Goal setting. That's on everybody's minds, right? At the beginning of the year, we all want to go out there and we have these things that we hope to create this year. And we actually just had bucket list week in the Creative Commute community where we talked about all of the things that we want to do in our lifetimes. And there were some really big, beautiful hopes and dreams shared with the group. It was lovely. But the next question really is, how do we get to those goals? How do we get there? You know, that's the next the next step, right? And we even talked about that last week in creating what are those next steps in order to get there. And honestly, I get stuck. I get really hung up in how do I get there? You know, is it a vision board? Is it action plans? Is it a bullet journal? Is it creating a word of the year? That's something that I that I regularly do. But I'd love to know what methods you do and what helps you. What is your favorite method of of getting to your goals. But I really sat this week with that question of how, you know, we can set goals and action steps all day long, but there is something that has to happen next, right? But something that I realized as I really sat and thought about it is that really it comes down to the why, you know, if we don't know why we want to get to a goal, we'll be stuck in the how because we don't even know know the why. So, you know, I, I blame this sometimes myself on what I call creative procrastination. I'm a creative procrastinator, and I know that it's a common challenge, procrastination, that a lot of creatives face, a lot of people face. You know, we hold ourselves from moving forward on the things that we want to achieve. And so I've been sitting with that question a little bit. You know, why do we hold ourselves back? And why do we get stuck in the how. And so that's really what I want to dig into. And strangely enough, I actually woke up this morning and someone had shared on Facebook, a friend had shared a video from another person where she said, the how is none of our business. 
she was talking about goal setting and she said, the how you get there is none of your business. And (laughs) this really struck me. First of all, I was like, what is she even talking about? What does she even mean? The how is none of our business. So I watched the video. I think I watched this video three or four times right when I woke up this morning. And so first of all, I hadn't had any coffee yet, but I'm also like, what does she mean? Don't we need to know the how? Isn't that the point of setting a goal is then having some action steps to take so that I can step back on the how I can get to it? That's what we've been taught, right? Set the goal, figure out the steps to get there. But this actually was in conjunction with another conversation that I had with somebody yesterday. Now, she's a really interesting human being, and I hope to interview her on this podcast. I'm going to ask her if she'll come on because she's someone who mixes science and mysticism, and it's very fascinating. Her approach to thinking is very creative, and I I think that we would all get a little bit out of what she said, but she pointed out something to me yesterday that was really profound. Maps, guides, steps, action plans, vision boards, all of these things, we designed them to help us find a way to traverse the unknown. They are human creations that help us get control over the things that we, that we have no control over because we want to be responsible. We want to have ownership. We want to think that we can set forth the path that we want to choose to get things done. So we use tools. We use resources to help us do that. And that, that actually makes a lot of sense. But what it has done is that it has also forced us to take our thoughts outwardly. We've gone outside of ourselves and we focus so much on the planning and the detailing and the ways to get things done. If we have the perfect plan, we can finally get to where we want to go, right? If I create the vision board, then I'll have the thing, which is somewhat true, but we put a lot of focus on having to do those things in order to get there. So I'll give you my <laughs> the way that I started really thinking about this that helped me to gather this, the how is none of your business. Imagine if a flock of geese relied on a map to get to Canada in the winter. Imagine if that was something that they had to have, but Ken the Goose left his map in Canada. Crap. How are these geese now going to get to Canada? They don't have their map. They don't have their action plan. You know, what if a flower relied on an action plan for how to bloom? You know, the goose and the flower don't think about these things. They don't need an action plan. They just know. They haven't stepped out their 2021 goals and have 5,000 pre-planned steps for how to get them to where they need to go. Then on May 1st, it's going to be summer. And on November 1st, it's going to be winter. And that's when they should do things. You know, they just know. They have an inner knowing about when to go or they look for the signs that tell them when to go. The rest of the natural world completely trusts this process of creation. They don't control their plan. They know what they are to become, and so they become. And not to get too flighty (laughs) or philosophical on you, and I'm not saying that we should all scrap our action plans and, and become flighty geese. Of course not. But there's something here that I really, really want to explore for myself this year. You know, the discussion yesterday that I had and the timing of it And what I was planning to talk about on this podcast about intention, it felt like it was all coalescing 
at the right time for me because I was thinking about here's the things I want to achieve this year. Okay, how do I get there? And I was really feeling very stuck on that how. And this word, this word keeps coming up for me. I keep hearing it. I keep seeing it. And that word is trust. You know, in the past, I have chosen lots of words for my year. This will be my sixth year choosing a word of the year. I've chosen lots of different words. I've chosen perseverance and challenge and follow through. And last year, my word was delight. You know, and these are all really good words. But the interesting thing, in 2019, I really failed. I failed on my word. I failed really hard on the word follow through. And I've joked that actually my failure had to do with the fact that follow through is a compound word and not actually just a word. <laughs> and so my 2019 accomplishments were totally doomed from the start because I, I had a compound word, chose it as my word. But funny enough, out of all of the six years that I've been doing this, the most follow through I had was last year in 2020 when my word was delight which just seems so strange. You know, you'd think that you'd have so much accomplished when you had a word like perseverance. But the most that I had was when I had the word delight. And I actually spoke about my word of the year from last year, delight, in the last podcast episode of season one. So if you want to go back and hear about how I accomplished so much using that word, go listen to that episode. It was in December. But, you know, I, I thought that follow through I saw it as a failure. I saw my lack of accomplishment as a failure. But now that I'm far enough away from it, I see it as a huge success because my lack of follow through on follow through <laughs> actually caused me to reflect. I reflected on why. Why didn't I follow through? And that set me on this journey of self-reflection and I would not have done that actually without failing. I would have just kept trucking along instead of stopping and thinking about what happened here. And that led me to the word delight. And the word delight is what has brought me so much accomplishment. You know, just yesterday, my coach actually pointed out to me. She said, Jen, could you imagine what your 2020 would have looked like? Like pandemic aside, can you imagine it having turned out the way that it did? And I replied, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I did start 2020 out with a boatload of self-reflection, which guided my intention to find more joy in daily life. I was focusing on delight. It led me on a path where I discovered that I don't have to find the joy in the outside world. I find it within. That was completely unexpected. And I still have trouble, honestly, trusting that that is true, that that came to light because of that. You know, I don't quite understand <laughs> how geese have an inner knowing. Like, I don't really understand how they can just trust the things that happen. I don't understand how the bee knows how to build the perfect hive for their queen and for their community to thrive in. I, I don't understand that. It just happens. Like, how do things just happen? You know, but after reflecting, it really boils down to the fact, honestly, I have trust issues with the universe. And, you know, so my word for the year is trust. And 
There are so many words that surround that word, surrender being one of them. And, you know, I'm not sure that I'm ready to surrender. That feels very scary to me, which is why I know that trust is the right word for me this year. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try to trust what comes. I'm going to try to trust the process. I'm going to try to trust that I will get there, even if I don't know how. <laughs> I'm going to try to trust others and to trust myself. And that that's going to be my word for 2021. And I'm going to use it as an anchor to continually ground me. If you are interested in exploring your word of the year, I'm actually holding a Zoom call this upcoming Thursday. You can get the details by going to creativecommute.com and signing up for my emails. You'll get the Zoom link. We are going to go through the process together that I always go through in order to create my word of the year to focus on this intention. I'll give you all my tips and all the things that I've learned along the way. If you take anything away from this podcast today, it's this. You don't always have to have everything figured out or perfectly planned. Your time is better spent going inside and exploring what your inner creator wants and needs and what it's on this planet to do. And actually, we're going to have a podcast all about getting in touch with your inner creator here in two weeks. So stay tuned for that one. There is one actionable thing that I do want to leave you with today, and that is to think about what you want and create a phrase around that. Whether you are a word of the year person or not, this is an action that you can take and it will help you guide toward creating some of the things that you want. So right now, what I want is to enjoy my work and I want to feel confident in my abilities to do that. That's something that I want right now. And so I use this phrase that I say to myself every morning, every day, and every way I find power and joy in my work. And I'm using this as an intention to guide me to better feelings in my everyday work, which will guide me to overall joy in what I do every day. But it is anchored by my word of the year, which is trust, because I have to trust that this is going to happen for me. So try this for yourself. Ask yourself, what do I want and how can I turn that into a phrase that will say that I am going to get that. So like my every day and every way, I find power and joy in my work. So I will find confidence and joy in my work because it's something that I want to experience every day. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Thank you again for being a creative commuter and for investing in your own creativity. Together, we are going to create a movement of joy. If you enjoyed this podcast or got something from it, please let me know by leaving a review. I will see you next time. Bye.